Thanks for joining me. My name is LMC. If you're interested in the cannabis industry regarding business, politics, finance, investing, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, the black market, a lot more, uh, hit that subscribe button down below. I'd very much appreciate it. Uh, if you end up liking this video, hit that like button. Also, you can support me on Patreon, um, $5 a month. But really, uh, thank you for clicking on the video. Thank you for watching. Um, and let's jump into it. Okay, so I was two hour or one hour ago of this recording, uh, looking at some comments that were made and on my, on my, one of my videos and, uh, the Knowles 2k, the Knowles 2k, um, that person, that viewer, uh, commented, you should do a video on ease. They are kind of like the med men of delivery. They are also burning through investor cash. They expanded here to Oregon from Cali and didn't even last four months before shutting down operations. So shout out to Denol's 2K. I really appreciate the suggestion. I think that's a, it was a great suggestion to cover. I, yeah, I know, I know a decent amount about these. Um, so thank you Denol's 2K. Shout out to you, my friend. Um, and if you have any suggestions or any ideas that you would want me to cover, please comment below. You can also go uh, DM me on Instagram. Um, Instagram's lmc.media. It's all linked down below. You can also, you know, direct message me on Twitter, you know, Facebook, all that stuff. Really wherever. Um, I will definitely respond. Best way probably is to comment on YouTube, but if you have any, yeah, if you have any suggestions, please comment below. Okay, so Ease Cannabis. Ease, uh, you know, was an investor darling, a cannabis investor darling for many. Um, you know, they were a delivery company, right? They wanted to be kind of a Uber Eats or a, you know, Uber Eats of the, of the cannabis industry. Um, but... Ease has had a lot of problems. Um, I mean, most cannabis companies have had a lot of problems in this, uh, especially in 2020 with this uh, pandemic we're in and, and all this. But before that pandemic, Ease was starting to struggle. And then, you know, all, only thing that the pandemic really did, in my opinion, is just speed up things, right? It sped up what was going to already happen. So some ways it's kind of, uh, from an investor standpoint, um, while no one really wants this pandemic to be happening whatsoever, it does also showcase, it also takes the, uh, takes the cover off of, uh, a lot of companies and reveals, uh, what's going on just like an economic crash does, right? A lot of economic crashes, like in 2008, when the economic crash happened, that's when, or 2007, really. That's when we saw, you know, Bernie Madoff got caught, all this. Not, not to say, not to associate that at all with ease whatsoever. Um, all I'm saying is that you, know, you start to see the flaws in companies once we're in uh, hard economic times. Okay, so I found this article, um, and I think this was, you know, a good one to talk about first, go over, um, because this, first of all, it's good and bad. And we'll talk about why it's good and bad uh, here. So this is an article on Business Insider. Uh, this is by Jeremy Burke and Yeji Jesse Lee. So this was uh, published May 28, 2020. 
Um, so yeah, so pretty much about a month ago, right? Roughly. Okay, so the title of this article is We Got a Look at Ease's 2020 Pitch Deck, which shows vastly scaled back ambitions as the once soaring cannabis startup shifts to a new strategy. Okay, so you know when I first read this title, um, I thought, well, how, how different of a strategy? And I was also like, okay, they scaled back ambitions. I, I personally think that that's a good thing, right? There's a lot of these big canvas companies that are literally being choked to death by investment. Not anymore, really, because the bubble's starting to burst, this, this investment bubble. But a lot of these cannabis companies, they've just had, if they had the right, you know, executives that were very, uh, they knew how to talk to investors. They had, you know, big branding, you know, a lot of uh, name recognition, um, you know initially when the market first, when this, the industry really started, the recreational industry started. Um, you know, this, like I said, this was a, a darling of uh, cannabis investors for a certain amount of time. Um, but let's see what, let's see, how, let's see how much they, let's see how much they changed up there and their, their new strategy. So, okay. So eat right here. Ease was once a darling of cannabis and cannabis-curious investors. In 2017, as California transitioned from a medical to adult-use market, the other states seemed on the cusp of doing the same. Venture capital firm firms and high-net-worth investors were trying to figure out how to bet on potentially millions of new customers, getting access to a product that had been classified as a Schedule One drug for half a century. Enters startup like Ease, a cannabis industry, a cannabis delivery company, which used the promise of a cannabis boom to woo investors and grow their businesses, just like so many other companies. They use hype, they use ignorance, they use, you know, I and you know, not not to call out Ease like on 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 like a, a MedMen basis, right? Where Adam Bierman, the CEO, I mentioned him in the last couple of videos, done, you know, they kind of they finessed people, just to put it like that. But there's a cannabis, there was a cannabis craze from 2014 to 2018. And there's, you know, still kind of going on here a little bit here and there, but it's not as investor confidence is way down for sure. Yeah, let's keep going. So uh, and they said, because cannabis is federally illegal in the U.S., many investors are, bar, uh, are barred from betting on companies that handle the plant itself. To them, Ease was an attractive investment because as a middleman, it handled cannabis transactions but didn't derive any revenue from selling marijuana. And I think from a logical business standpoint, I think that makes a lot of sense. The, if you know cannabis, the plant, the producing of the plant, it is tedious. The money, uh, the inconsistency, the variability, the, the, a lot of things, it's tough. And so I think that that was a, you know, I, I think a decent, I think that was a pretty, you know, a smart thing to, to think at that time period or, you know, earlier on, not to say that, you know, that's still not the case, but there's plenty of companies out there that don't even touch the cannabis plant and are not doing that well. But I think what I think though with ease is, is ease is a, is a delivery company. They're a metal, they're a middleman, you know, they uh, middleman it. So but there's competition out the, you know, out the Wahoo when it comes to this. 
Now, similar to MedMen, they did the best branding. They were the loudest. They, you know, knew the right investors. They, you know, had the right media pieces, you know, puff pieces done on them. Um, and they had, you know, they had a direction that they were going in and, and yeah, but, but the big, but is that, you know, they're, they're betting on an industry that hasn't fully formed yet in terms of the laws, the legalization, right? If they had a, if they had a full United States, if they had a full, uh, you know, uh, they had a they, if they had the United States that was a one you know one economy of cannabis you know economy of scale right that's the key words that I always say economy of scale then you know that might be different but they're waiting on regulations and they're almost betting on you know they're they're wagering their success on the fact is if policymakers end up passing legislation that federally legalizes cannabis and makes an economy of scale so. You know, maybe not the best looking back on it hindsight wise, but, you know, move forward. Okay, so today Ease is trying to become a vertically integrated cannabis retailer, a move that Ease CEO uh, Raji Leo Choi describes as the company's second, quote, second act. But back in 2017, the company's business made money by charging dispensaries a technology fee of providing advertising space, data and menu placement to brands per a 2017 pitch deck reviewed by Business Insider. The drivers that delivered orders through the Ease app were paid by the dispensaries or brands that partner with Ease rather than Ease by Ease itself. Okay. Now, right there, a lot of those revenue sources are, first of all, back in 2017, there, was very, there wasn't that much competition. Now, let's fast forward to now. There is much more competition. I know, I know, I know people that were you know, that have just gotten into the cannabis industry that work specifically in cannabis delivery and like, you know, the, the different algorithms online that show which delivery service to use. Uh, I know people um, and, you know, they've just gone in the industry and they're, and they're crushing it because they know what to do in terms of manipulating the algorithm and stuff, but there's way more competition. So I'm sure that all of these revenue sources were starting to become less uh so a thing um you know ease did not pay for the drivers at all which is insane i guess that's smart it's smart like of them um but they're going into a second act right a second act which and i want to say this right now for entrepreneurs the fact that they are pivoting because things aren't working that's a good thing that's a good thing that's a good thing that means that they are looking at their problems, they're saying, okay, we need to pivot here. We need to adapt here. We need to do this. You know, that's a good thing that shows good leadership. In my opinion, if they're not adapting and they're just going to let themselves die, I mean, obviously that's stupid, right? So, you know, as, as, as uh, basic of an idea as that is, you know, the whole adapt or die idea when it comes to business um, and being able to pivot, you know, that's a pretty basic idea, but it does to me show a little bit of, you know, entrepreneurial spirit. And, and I, I can appreciate that hundred percent. So comparing ease in its early days to ease now quote is like a bit like apples to oranges End quote. An ease spokesperson told business insider. 
I think since the early exuberant days of 2015, 16, and 17, people have had to do a lot of reconciling, uh, reconciling between what they thought the company market would look like and what the market actually supports. End quote, the spokesperson said. Exactly. We have to see the actual landscape when we have more, the more time we have, like the more data, data comes through time, right? We get more data over time. And the more data we have, the better of an understanding we have, right? So, yeah. And that's with, like, you know, whoever the spokesperson, you know, that we all were the same. We all thought, you know, we all had these very, very, very grandeur, you know, ideas of what it was going to be, right? In its 2017 pitch deck, the company predicted massive scale, touted expansion plans into eight new states by the first half of 2019, and said it would handle $1 billion worth of cannabis transactions across multiple states by the end of 2020. In 2016, the company handled $24 million in cannabis sales. 2016. So Ease's 2020 pitch deck, which Business Insider has published in full, reveals a very different company than what Ease envisioned in 2017, which is not a bad thing. Like I said, you know, you have to adapt or die, especially in a new market like this. In the 2020 deck, Ease says it's hope, it hopes to sell $190 million worth of cannabis by the end of this year, generating $125 million in revenue. Okay. In the past year, Ease has laid off dozens of employees, churned through executives, and faced a lawsuit. It, like many others in the industry, has faced headwinds, the bursting of the cannabis bubble, right? And now the coronavirus pandemic, which has upended the U.S. economy. The startups and down uh, the startups and downs over the past three years provide insight into the wild ride that cannabis startups, investors, and employees have been on since the U.S. began legalizing the drug. Uh, it's a great last sentence, by the way, because, yes, I have been on a fucking turbulent, turbulent road. <laughs> you know, things are not stable. Right? Okay. Okay, so... You know, expectations obviously were very, very, very high for um, for MedMen, right? Not for MedMen, excuse me, for Ease, and and I and that's good. I mean, I mean, you know, they were they had high expectations for themselves, and their projections were obviously way off. Um, but you know, here we are. So Ease now is going to be transitioning to a retail, a vertically integrated retail business. So vertically integrated retail business or vertically integrated business, cannabis business means that they're going to be growing it. They're going to be processing it, you know, with the processing that means packaging it. Then they're going to be selling it at retail stores at their retail stores, apparently. Um, and then, they're going to also add in their delivery aspect so they can deliver it. Now that sounds amazing. That sounds great, but that's a huge pivot to make. And I'm not, I'm not discouraging the pivot that they're trying to make the, the transition that they're trying to make here in 2020, because I think, like I said, you have to adapt or die, but 
that is a lot of ground to make up. Um, you know, they still have the chance though to look into new emerging markets, but it's gonna it's gonna be tough, I think, because there's a lot of companies that are already established that already have vertical systems. You know, the one thing that Ease has over probably those 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 vertically integrated companies is that they have delivery. They have a delivery infrastructure. They understand how the how it could work, how it does work. So, you know, there's gonna be a lot of spending going on in terms of acquiring, you know, processing personnel expertise, retail licenses, you know, so not super encouraging when we really look at it from a investor standpoint, right? Maybe a, maybe a pretty long-term investor uh, outlook on it, but still there's a lot of risks involved. There's still, you know, very little unknown, um, you know, and, and, you know, recently they, In February, they finally closed their $35 million funding uh, to sell its own cannabis, right? So to do this vertical system, they needed to raise money, like I said, and so they, and they, to make this pivot, so they did that, right? So this is in TechCrunch. Um, so today, Ease, which claims to have 600,000 registered customers and completed 5 million legal deliveries, confirmed a bridge, uh, a bridge round of 15 million plus a further 20 million as part of a series D fund round of funding, totaling 35 million in funding. It will be using the money to help steer itself away from its original peer marketplace model where it worked with third parties to source cannabis products. So they're, they're all about quote vertical verticalization. And I think the long term, if they can make it to that, then I think, you know, I think it'll be fine, but that's a, that's a big if, right? That's a big if. Um, now I do want to say that ease as a, you know, I, I do think that this pivot is better than this pivot's good, but I think a lot of these companies, they utilize that you know what, actually, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to compare it a little bit more to MedMen, but I think that there is some differences here. Um, but there are some similarities. I think the fact that they're trying to go and spend a bunch of money acquiring certain things, it, it shows that they're pivoting, but it also shows that uh, they're also, you know, trying to, you know, wipe the slate clean for investors and say, hey, look at this new thing that we're going to be doing, this big shiny thing. Kind of a red herring a little bit. Now, I, I don't want to fully go down that road because that's not true. Like They're adapting. We'll have to see. I really think that as if you're an investor, um, if you're looking potentially to invest in ease, I would say give it the next shit, like the next half year. Wait till, wait till 21 or around the end of 2020 because... They just finished this. So they finished and this is an article is by Ingrid London, by the way. Uh, and it was posted on February 25th, 2020. So they got that money then around there or in February. So we'll have to see what they do with it. We'll have to see how efficient they are with it. Um, I would think that they will be, but you know, who knows? Uh, and wait till the end of the year 
because, and wait till you have some more announcements of what, what are they using the money for? What acquisitions have they made? Have they made smart acquisitions or really stupid acquisitions? Um, like with a lot of these cannabis companies, not saying ease will, a lot of these cannabis companies, especially the ones in Canada, they made some stupid fucking acquisitions. Acquisitions because acquisitions with the most ridiculous, ridiculous evaluations that don't even, you know, usually in about a baseline evaluation is, you know, yearly revenue 10x, right? What's their yearly revenue and then times that by 10? That's usually the company's worth. That's a very, you know, very, very, very basic way to, you know, roughly figure out an estimate of a company, the company's worth. Um, but wait and see. You know, patience is key here. Patience is key. Don't let, don't, don't play on the hype here. Don't play on, uh, this is what a lot of these cannabis executives want. They want everyone to play on the hype. They want to see the excitement, right? I think people are much coming around to the fact that that's not really the case right now. It's still, it's a long-term game here. Um, but don't let them swindle you. I'm not saying ease, by the way. I'm not, I'm just referring in general to some of these cannabis executives. Lately, I've covered a couple, a lot of different topics that have showcased why I think that, or why I say that right now. But um, okay, yeah. So this is ease. You know, we'll I'll keep you updated on this company. This is a pretty baseline uh, overview of the company. What's going on with them right now? Um, you know, how are they pivoting? You know, so we'll have to see. You know, throughout twenty. 2020 right we're we're late june right now um so we'll see how it goes if you're an investor in my personal opinion it's just my opinion too uh so take it as so uh i would give it some time i would wait i don't think that the price is going to sh you know shoot up at all or anything like that so yeah um Anyways, really appreciate y'all. If you guys like this video, hit that like button down below. If you like the, uh, if you're not already subscribed, definitely hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can support me on Patreon, $5 a month. Uh, all those links are down below. Uh, this is Ease Cannabis. Really appreciate y'all. Also, if you guys have any, any uh, uh, suggestions for video topics, uh, things you want to you know, know, investing, just regardless across the board, I don't really touch a lot of the growing stuff, to be honest, the science and growing behind that. I mean, I, I like overall ideas and stuff, but you know, not necessarily my expertise, but really anything about cannabis, I, I would love to uh, hear you out and potentially do it. Anyways, like I said, I really appreciate y'all. Hope everyone's staying super safe and healthy and have an amazing, amazing day. Peace.